The views expressed in our episode are ours alone and do not represent any other organizations. Our episodes discuss internet crimes against children and cases that involve the exploitation of children and may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, we don't want to do anything to scare your children. That's the last thing we want to do. We don't want to scare anybody. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Brandon Poor, And I am Tony Godwin. We are still at the Crimes Against Children Conference, back in live action 2022. And today uh, was, a, I guess, a nostalgic moment for me. Or actually, yesterday, when we set up where we are in the conference center uh, on the bottom floor, there's a whole bunch of booths and vendor booths and whatnot. And I saw a booth across the way from us uh, where somebody was pitching a book that they wrote. And uh, so I kind of walked over and I was looking at a distance. I was like, I think I know that guy. I was like, I am pretty sure that that is Kevin Laws. And so I asked Brandon. He did I'm say, like, he's like, that's Kevin Laws over there. I was like, I don't know him. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like I should know him. And so just a small backdrop is, uh, you know, 17 years ago when I started an ICAC, I kind of cut my teeth based on stuff I learned from Kevin uh, because he was very much in the game at the time and very much uh, maybe at the pinnacle, we're going to find out, of his career. And so I... Uh, I was very happy when he agreed to come over and have a chat with us. So I would very much like to introduce to our listeners, Mr. Kevin Laws. Well, thank you very much. It's an honor to be here. And it's it's really humbling when, when somebody comes over and says, hey, Kevin, you taught me 17 years ago. <laughs> and then you, you, you realize that, well, I'm not going to call myself old because I'm not old yet. <laughs> right. We can say what we were just talking about before. He's like, you know, you're old, but you're not old. But he said, I feel old when the guy who I taught comes and says, I'm teaching this guy. Right. Now, when he starts teaching, yes, <laughs> maybe exactly. we say old. Yes. So so what I did is I came over and we got the three generational picture. Which <laughs> and that was like, cool. I got to admit, that was a great idea. That is that, awesome. That was that that was very cool. And Even yeah. though I would have wanted that, I, I would have been like, oh, that's probably too cheesy for me to ask. To do oh, that. no, I do cheesy. <laughs> no, rude is the word. <laughs> yeah, I'll buy that. Right. It's like, Grandpa, can you come over here and take a picture with your grandson? And you're like, do I even know you? Yeah, no, right. <laughs> well, give well, us some welcome. history. You know, yeah. tell us, give us a backdrop of... Uh, oh, wow. This, that, that, that's a big one. So, inter- interestingly enough, when I started getting involved in uh, Crimes Against Children, it was in Arizona in probably 95. Wow. Wow. I, I know, right? I was a two-year rookie. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I started in 93. That's, I won't tell you where I was. But it was high school. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I think the hearing just went out. <laughs> <laughs> College, grad school, grad school is what I did. So um, I was helping another another agent. He's like, Kevin, you want to help me with these traveler cases? I'm like, you know, what's that? He's like, you know, we we were posting ads in Swinger magazines. And wow, I know, right? That's wow. awesome. So um, that's that's when email wasn't called email. It yeah. was called electronic mail. Yeah, right. So we were still doing. So Jimmy would post ads in the Swinger magazines, and then we would we would go down once a month to the to the CD bookstore, literally the one where your feet <laughs> stick to the floor as you're walking across. 
and, and That's sta- great. stand there shoulder to shoulder like two pervs flipping through the, the, the swinger magazines until we found his ad. Right. And then we would know that, that wow. now we have to check the undercover box because right. people are going to be mailing us. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a mail, <laughs> not email. Way Postal. back in the early days of time, there were actually letters and things that were mailed via U.S. Postal. Yes, and there was this thing called a stamp that you had to lick, and it stuck to your tongue sometimes. Tasted terrible. <laughs> so you were with a federal agency, correct? Yes, I was with, at that time, was U.S. Customs. Oh, so that's right. It's changed names. I yes, forget. it's changed names. I think four or five times. Right, because but today it's, it's now it's Homeland Security Investigation. HSI. Right. Yeah. Yes. Here I'll throw in just a slight bit of trivia that the agency at one time, for a very blink of an eye moment, was called BICE. Oh, really? Yes. By, Do tell. Bureau of Immigration and Customs oh, Enforcement. Before and then, it became ICE. Yes. Okay. Why did it become ICE? Because Bice was copyrighted somewhere? Kind of. Really? Oh, wow. There was another three-letter agency that had the Bureau in the name. Uh, oh, yeah. took a little offense to say They did. And, and they're You're like, not a bureau. <laughs> yeah. There's only one bureau here, folks. Ah, uh, gotcha. And it, it ain't you. It ain't you. Okay. <laughs> so, but ICE. Ba-da-ba-ba. We Decided. just had one of our FBI colleagues just walked off right before here. So I said, we will graciously <laughs> become ICE. Instead of Bice. Yes. <clears throat> and, then, and then what what happened was a funny story. So the TAC team in Miami had their tactical van and they had ice written on it. And there was there was an incident down there, um, a hurricane. So they they were getting, this is not made up. Yeah. They were getting mobbed because. Thinking people, it was full of ice. Yes. So people <laughs> thought they were getting ice. <laughs> That is greatness. That, that and bang, then, bang, bang! I need a ten pound bag. Hurry up! You would never know about that unless someone <clears throat> was there or her or knew at the right. time. So, That's a so little what, inside baseball. Yeah, I so like what they that. had to do is they they actually had to cover the name. Wow! Yeah, because they're wow. like we're not the the ice like the, the frozen water folks. <laughs> <laughs> we're the other ice. That and is then, great. And then what happened was um, so. Why was ICE created? Because of 9-11 and immigration. They wanted to do with the immigration. Yeah. The home, to, I guess Department of Homeland Security happened after 9-11, yes. right? Okay. So they wanted to get rid of um, the, the immigration folks because everybody was pissed with immigration, right? right? So they wanted to take the, the immigration folks and the, and the custom folks and put them together. And then what happened is someone said, ICE, Immigration and Customs Enforcement, did we get rid of immigration? Oh, yeah. Why is that called immigration? And wow. people were like, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> ask ask Steve. Where's Steve? Uh, he retired yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so they then they changed the name again. <clears throat> okay. So so it's BICE, then it's ICE. Now it's HSI, so Homeland Security Investigations. Yeah. Right. Yes. So so And Homeland Security Investigations is doing child exploitative investigation work absolutely yeah all over the globe yes and we we lead we are the big dogs in the arena okay yep i was a i was a tfo for hsi for about five years till i got a little sideways with a group soup uh who i didn't like the way he was doing business and so i we'll cut that part up (laughs) no we won't that's it's well known i i mailed him his credentials back to him because like (laughs) yeah you can go pound sand that's that's tony's way of saying i'm out yeah i get that 
Yeah, I, I did. Yeah. But so, I have a lot of mad respect for the guys that are in there doing the job because, you know, they're just like anybody else. I don't care if you're federal or local or tribal. You're you're in the game because you want to save kids. Yes, yeah, that's period. exactly right. Yeah, you know, I didn't I didn't care who I'm working with. Yeah. You're a great bunch of guys. Your badge doesn't mean shit to me. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You're going and Yeah, just because my badge says, you know, Homeland Security, you know, HSI on it. I'm right. federal. Right. What does that mean? Right. right. How does that make me any better than you? And right. how many, so how many years total did you do with HSI? Um, 28. Oh, wow. 28 years. Um, the, how long in child exploitation protection? So two, well, 95 until 2015. Oh, wow. Oh wow, yeah, yeah, long time. Well, it changed a bit from the Swinger magazines, right? It it so, changed drastically from them. So Swinger mags, that is awesome. Yeah. You need, I need to fill in. So Tony talks a lot. Our listeners <clears throat> have heard turn it, Tony talk a lot about working cases on Yahoo Chat. Yeah, but we don't have anything between Swinger Mag and Yahoo Chat. What fill in the blanks? What's going on in between those two points? Uh, no, really, nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well. I remember when I came to your training, you were massive on IRC. Like, you were all over IRC at that particular time. And that was probably 06-ish, 05, 06, something like that. When did uh, you transition to Yahoo Chat? Okay, so, so, this, is, so this is what happens. So I get into, I get into computer forensics in, in Arizona. Well, I start, I start helping Jimmy with the cases, the traveler cases. Um, a little bit. I always like to be the, the, the one through the door. What yeah. we'd do is we'd get a hotel room with adjoining doors. Yeah. And then we would just, I would be the first one and you'd literally put your nose against the door and the person behind you would put their hand on your shoulder. <laughs> and then whenever they said go, you would push the door and everybody just push. Barrel in. And you just kind of like vomit into the room. <laughs> right. And um, God, police work was so fun oh, back yeah. then. <laughs> yeah. So quick, quick story about that. We're standing at the door, and and someone says it's a it's a um, Japanese guy or his nationality is either Japanese or Korean or something like that. So I'm picturing a guy that's like five four, right? right? Just because. So we we push through the door, and this dude stands up, and he's like six foot seven. <laughs> well, anyone six seven is going to give you at least a little bit of a jolt. Of oh no, like, it was a little you're, bit. You're raw. <laughs> The stack stopped. <laughs> Slam. Bam, 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 bam. Oh, yeah. It was like the Keystone Cops because I'm the first one and I'm looking at this guy. That's great. And I wish you could see the expression on my face because I'm like, for the love of God. One yeah. of those oh yeah. shit moments. This, is a, this guy's a giant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. And, we're, and, you know, after probably 10 seconds, which feels like three months, you know. In stress. In stress. Right. Yeah. We're like. Wow. We're like, get on the bed. And the guy's like. Falls on the bed and then we handcuff him. Mark, thank, thank you, sir. Yeah, thank exactly. you. We couldn't reach. appreciate that. <laughs> hey, can you bend down here so I can handcuff you? Right. Because you know, I'm five eleven. The guy's six foot seven. I'm like, he's a monster. Wow, that is incredible, man. That is incredible. And so, over the course of uh, twenty eight years, with a very large chunk of that doing child exploitation, and obviously from the early days of, yeah. You know, pre-phones and pre-internet and all that existed. Well, that's the early days of the internet, though, like, yeah. right? That's Oh, abs- absolutely. That's a different type <clears throat> of infancy. internet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally from its infancy. But any idea how many cases you made over the course of that career? I, I know how many arrests I made. Uh, 66. Really? Oh, wow. 66 with, with two fatalities. Oh, wow. Um, wow. 
Uh, so suicide after the fact or? Well, suicide. Well, the first one was, um, so I, I just got up to, just got up to Alaska. My name got around that I did the child exploitation stuff. So I hooked up with a detective there. And at that time we we're still using pages. Right. So I, I told Glenn, you know, every, everybody says, you know, you need to use 911 because it's an emergency. Yeah. And, and what him and I met, we said, listen, we'll never use 911 till I go to lunch. Right. right. Yeah. People do that, right? Yeah, it's a true. Or, I'm starving. Yes, 911, 911, let's go to Taco Bell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we, we made a deal. We'll never use that um, unless it's real emergency. So we'd, we'd hit this guy's hit this guy's house the, the, the night before. And uh, I'm sitting here with an Air Force investigator in my office. And my pager goes off. I look. And there's three 911s and Glenn's number. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that, that's Something's not good. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Something is wrong. So I call him, and he's like, he's like, he says, he's like, you need to blue light it over to uh, um, this dude's condo. So, Air Force guy, we jump into my G ride and blue lights and siren, you know, as fast as we can get over there. As soon as we pull up, um, I can see this this woman, and she is just, she's crying her eyes out, right? And I'm like, he's dead, right? So we so we so we so we walk up. And we're like, what happened? And the 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 guy who was with the the, the, the young lady said, oh, um, he you know he killed himself. Right. So there's a bunch of cops there and paramedics and everybody. And and we're like, who went in? And they're like, we're waiting for you. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I know. I'm like the dude's well, protection of life. What I'm happened like to that little oath? Yeah. I'm, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like the dude's dead. It's not my case once he's <clears throat> not here. Yeah. That's, yes. Mine's an easy clearance. You begin today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're all sitting around, you know, smoking and joking, waiting for Kevin and Glenn to get there. <laughs> to yeah. do your Dominus Dominus Nabisco shredded wheat thing. Yes. Or, uh, yes he's, so I'm like, this, this is great. He really is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So so we so we go up. It's a it's a second floor apartment. I'll never forget, forget this. When we left the night before, I would just say it looked like somebody had taken the apartment, turned it upside down, and shuck it. Oh really? So every yeah. it was in disarray. Yeah. <laughs> this this was a serious this was a serious case. The dude was a hands on offender, and this is how bad it was. He was in a group that would say, "Hey Kevin, you haven't posted any." recent activity grab your camcorder and molest your niece for five minutes and post it oh wow wow That's yeah so this terrible. was no this oh was a gosh. serious serious what, thing do you remember was it uh irc was it yahoo chat do you know it, it was uh a bulletin board Oh, yeah. boy, that's definitely old school. That's old school. Yes, that's old school yes. right there. So uh, so to get into this members-only group, you had to be actively molesting. Yeah. Like every couple of weeks, you had to post new material. So we wow. knew this dude was yeah. serious. Was doing something. So that's why we, we, I mean, we went through that house with a fine-tooth comb. Right. And you know what we found? Nothing. Oh, my really? God. Nothing. Zero. Just that good at hiding, or what? Well, he he got the word. Somebody somebody had leaked it. Gotcha. Right. This was a worldwide thing, and everybody was hitting yeah. the house at the same time worldwide. Right. So we so we get there and we do the search, and I I distinctly remember that we sit him on us on this little stool and put him in the corner and said, "Dude, don't move." Um, so we come back and we walk into the place, and it is, guys, I will tell you, it is so clean. I would be okay eating spaghetti off the floor. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it is absolutely squeaky clean. 
Yeah. And wow. I, I remember walking in and there's an end table and there was three remote controls geometrically aligned on that on that table, like four inches from the from the top, four inches from Some the bottom. Some OCD moment going in check. <laughs> oh, huh? dude. He had to have taken a slide roll and was like, <laughs> I'm like, this is weird. Wow. Yeah. Right? Wow. Yeah, so sometimes it's not what's out of place. It's when when everything's so in place, it it's out of place because it's so. Yes, and this is a single guy. Yeah. Right? So, so you expect at least, I mean, come on, who. Clothes on the floor or something. <laughs> something, or, or at least the remote thrown on the couch. Yeah. Wow. Right? So we, so we go in, and we haven't seen him yet. So we go. It was like a loop. You walked in the house, and then you go through the into the bathroom, through a closet, into the bedroom, and then back out. Mm, so right. you could walk in a circle. So we started the opposite way. So we went through the hallway, into the bathroom, and then we find three drops of blood on the sink. I'm like, oh, that's great. So oh. we go through the closet, into his bedroom, and there he is. Mm. He's hanging on the door. Oh. oh. Or he's wow. hanging. He's hanging off the door. Right. Wow. But, oh, it gets even more bizarre. So he had went he had went on out and bought computer coax because we didn't find it in the house. Yeah. He went out and bought computer coax and used that to hang himself. Oh, oh wow. Jeez. Wow. So he had he had wrapped around the length of the door, tied it off on the door handle, took that stool that he had sat on the night before mm. and just he didn't he didn't hang himself, he suffocated himself because he yeah. just made a loop. Right. Put it under his neck and then kicked the stool out. And wow. his toes were just barely touching the floor. Or, yeah. Jeez. But you're like, gosh. Some dedication I mean, there. Yeah. But you didn't ever find the, the stuff that he was creating? Did no, you? but I, I, I did find, a, I did find a, um, a paper or a, a document, I'll just say. It's called The Visit. And it's in, hmm. my, it's in my book in its entirety. Um, and he details how he became a, a child molester. No kidding. Really? What's absolutely fascinating. Wow. Absolutely fascinating. That sounds a little bit like, uh, what's the, what was that? Was that a, like that a, was a bubble? bubble that was or a something? bubble that I don't know where <laughs> that it came from. That was a very bizarre bubble just flew in front of our faces here and we all just stared like, at it. I thought maybe I'm having a stroke or something. I'm seeing a bubble floating. You know, in I wasn't going to mention that because I'm like, not sure if I've seen that bubble. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I was glad we're all on the all same wavelength or whatever, like staring at this clear bubble. So just so you know, we have interrupted this moment because a bubble floated into yeah, I don't, the picture, and I don't know where it came from. So, Yeah, I don't either. That's uh, very bizarre. And I, anyway. now I've just lost what I was, uh, the, the point I was going to make, that something you said that kind of rang <laughs> true. bubble and, threw us off altogether. But we're derailed on that. No, the, so. The, so the yeah, he had used the computer coax and 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 you know basically suffocated himself. So. Oh, oh no, we we're talking about the visit. The, the, visit. the visit. Yes. So we find we find the the or actually um Anchorage Police Department did the forensics and they found this document. Uh-huh. It's like four pages typewritten. Okay. Um, in like number nine font. Yeah. So a little manifesto of his own that he penned himself. Oh yeah. Wow. Okay. Oh yeah, and he talks about how he got his first computer, and he went to college, and how he used to download images and go back, wow. run, back after class, download images, jerk off, wow, and then feel bad about it, and then delete them, yeah, and just keep repeating the cycle. You know, in today's terminology, we we no, use no, yes, no. yes, ab- tell it. Of course, we he have to tell. He probably knows it. it. You know I'm the, sure. It's you know the, the term. Beater deleter is where we. <laughs> yes. Or uh, yeah. what the, yes. Well, how we coin it now, those kind of things. But uh, I was thinking that whatever 
that little manifesto thing, it sounds like there is a there is a document that floats around that is yeah. Gosh, how many like eighty pages? It's yeah. like a it's a complete manual written by a guy. It's written by several authors that are all anonymous, but about how to groom, right? Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, and yeah. how they how to avoid you know detection by law enforcement, yep. like all kinds of stuff. It's it's very bizarre, but wow, that's uh, well. You mentioned your book. I want to I want to talk about your book because. Not too many people that I get to sit down and talk with have a book that they've written. Well, I, I can tell you this is it's it's a one of a kind. Um, What's it called? It is called Hunter of the Damned: okay. A Walk Through Hell. Wow! Wow! So, um, so compelling title. Let's hear about it. It, it is <laughs> it, it is compelling, and and I, I will brag for just a second and say I don't think there's anybody else like me in the world. Okay. <laughs> um, just just because I I worked online undercover for eleven years straight. Yeah. 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 Two two years my persona was a little girl. Nine years I was my persona was an adult pimping out my children. Okay. Yeah. And I was uh, I don't want to cut you off. And we'll get back to that. Just some of the things like one of the things that you highlighted in the training I attended was in that arena as a a parent that pushes out you know their own kids or family members or whatever, and you were. You were doing a demonstration, like, yeah, we're gonna, I'm gonna send this photo, you know, and kind of the deal, and and you flashed it and told everybody, like, everything, everybody think it looks okay, and I think everybody was like, yeah, I look good. he's like, well, how about this? And you had almost sent it, but it had your badge and gun on your yes. waist, and uh, you were like, pay attention to what you're doing. <laughs> yes. yes, that's labeled picks not to send. Yeah, and I'm like, holy smokes, how tragic! It's that a different would have been. message that you send with the badge in it. it, 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 it <laughs> It is. You know, you try to avoid that until after you arrested him. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Right. Right. Oh, there was a, there, there was a couple of aha moments um, through my, well, actually more than that. Um, I remember the first undercover phone call that I made to, mm. to a bad guy. Right. And right. I said, oh, I've been chatting for a while. I'm kind of a badass. I said, let me call, let me call Vince. <laughs> right. So I set up the recording and all this stuff. And he had, okay, this is not going to be politically correct, but I'm quoting him. So he had been chatting with me. He said he met this guy that had a retarded daughter. And that's That's his, the quote. That's yeah. the quote. That's right. that's not for me. So right. so I had that in my mind. So um ring him up and he's like, "Hey, and I'm using I'm using Kirby at that time as my my undercover name. Hated it, but it was my boss's undercover, so I had to use it cuz I wasn't certified yet, right? Right. So, first of all, who the fuck names their kid Kirby? <laughs> A vacuum salesman? <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I said, is this Kirby or Kermit? Yeah. I never funny. asked him about that because right. he was my boss. I'm like, that's the stupidest name I've ever heard. Yeah. 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 It could have been like Rudolph or something. Right. 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 Yeah. Maybe it was just after the, there's a video game called that. So I don't, know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't know where that comes from. That's a side. Yeah. So you got so, that one for free. Yeah. So I, I, I ring this guy up and he's like, hey, Kirby, how's it going? And, and blah, blah, blah. You know, literally 15 seconds of small talk and he's like hey remember the guy I was telling you about with that retarded girl well you know last time i was there i was fucking her in the ass and you know where the anus curves at the top <laughs> uh, yes there's about 25 seconds of nothing <laughs> of blank air because dead silence something in my brain won't let me acknowledge that. Yeah, right. No, that's because you're. If it's a normal, then yes, that would be <laughs> a normal reaction. Is nope, I sure don't. Well, first thing that goes through my head is, what the fuck? Yeah, 
The right. second one is, does it? <laughs> In your own mind, you're like, is is there a curve? I don't, is this a trap? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, <laughs> who is this? How am I supposed to answer this? I'm I'm not going to acknowledge that because I just can't. Yeah, right. I, yeah. I I can't say this is a good thing or this is cool or something like that. <laughs> right. You know, right. At, at some point, your psyche is like, we're not going there. No, we're dude. not. Yeah. Gonna, no, we're and, not going to go to this. Yeah, and yeah. that and that. Yeah, and I and after literally about twenty or twenty five seconds of dead air, which is a life awkward if you know in law enforcement, yeah. twenty yeah. seconds is equal to twenty years. <clears throat> right, we go on to something else. <laughs> right, he gets the hint and moves yeah. on. <laughs> so the, the, wow. the phone call lasts, you know, three minutes or something like that. Because at that point, I'm completely flustered. <laughs> yeah, and and I, there's I no way no to respond. respond. No, there's no, no coming back from that doom. Yeah, wow. right. So I've completely screwed the pooch on that. How, how long was your process of writing that book? Um, about it was actually relatively quick. Really? It's, yeah. Well, wow. there's no character development. <laughs> They're there. Yeah. You know, I had I had my notes and and all that stuff. Yeah. So, but what happened was I I talked to a couple of people that had written books, and this is what they tell me or told me. They said Kevin just vomited out onto the page. Yeah. And. Get it out, yeah, and then go back and, and refine it after that. So it took about six or eight months. What made you want to write this book? Uh, this is going to sound really bizarre. I needed to get it out of my head. Ah, no, yeah. that makes interesting. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I needed it. You know, yeah, release it. Yes. Yeah. So all I, the things it, you can't unsee. Was it therapeutic then to write? Well, I, I can say that I I know I have some wicked PTSD. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I know it. Um, you know, I've seen stuff, said stuff, right. did stuff that no one should have to do. Right. Um, so it was done in 2018, and then I, I had to quit. I just stopped and forgot about it for a couple of years. After yeah. you wrote it out? Yes. Okay. And then my lovely wife, you know, about about a year ago said, you need to finish that book. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And then, then it comes to a point where... Um, Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know it, writing a book is really expensive. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, mean, I was I was getting quotes of like thirty and forty thousand dollars. Wow. Just for publishing it, or what? What's the? Well, expense? you have to do the. You have to do. <clears throat> it's called line editing and copy editing. Yeah. And proofreading. Well, some people use proofreading and and line editing. It's the same thing. Right. right. And they charge you by word. Jeez. <laughs> I wish we could charge by the word. Tony. <laughs> right? Can you imagine? I'm thinking of some of my or maybe arrest I'll be charged you know? by the word. <laughs> I'm like, holy smokes! <laughs> I use a lot of words. He says all the time. So he does. Yes. He's if the I word charge, police, if basically. I charge by the word, I'd be. Great. Oh yeah, I'd, I'd be. Listen, I I love to talk. I could sit here and talk to you guys for until Sunday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> somebody brings us food, and you know, that's what I was thinking. I was like, "There's drinks right over there. Like, we need to get somebody's attention to say." Service, yeah. please. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We'd, we'd be here. The conference would be like, are you guys done? Well, what we're seeing for those obviously listening, and you're not going to see this, but we're looking um, kind of diagonally across at Kevin's booth um, where he's set up with his book. And the backdrop there is really compelling because it is. What is the picture? It's like a, a hand reaching out. That is that is that is the devil's hands. So okay. two hands coming, coming out, out of a computer screen, coming out of a computer screen. Yeah. Reaching toward the silhouette of a person. That's yeah. I mean, it's really yeah. it's a great a great picture of kind of what we do. I mean, yeah, absolutely. And it says I can't Hunter wait to read of the it. Damned," and then it's got your quotes beside it um, that that are some. So give us some like give us a a couple 
snippets of like what people need, what they would see when they buy the book? Okay, what you're going to see is about between 12 and 14 years of, of my case. It's, it's more, it's a, a memoir. Yeah. I just I just talked about the invest- investigations in a normal in a normal way. Yeah. And and at the end there's a there's sections called my thoughts. Right. Which I thought you know what I'm going to write this and and I'm going to try to write it like you are sitting in front of me and I'm talking to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's because important. This is such a dark subject. Right. You don't want to be like oh my god, you know the sky is falling and you know Hell, and there it is. Yeah, yeah. And there it is. Yeah. And, and right. when you finish my book, go kill yourself because – so I'm like, you know, probably shouldn't do that. Right. Well, let's, yeah, because that, this is a hard topic, like – and I'm just thinking about it from from someone working this stuff, like from the outside. No one wants to hear our stories because it's tough to hear what we deal with. So how do you make that palatable for a book for that someone would want to read? Well, I – the. First thing I did once I got the book finished, I I found I was introduced to somebody brand new, who's who's also doing a podcast, but is just starting, so they haven't. It's not on air yet. Okay. Um, so I gave I bought a copy of. The, yes, I had to buy a copy of my own book. <laughs> he didn't keep. I can't a copy wait to read it. I bought one yesterday or today, and I can't wait to read it. Yes. Yeah, so I bought. So I had to buy a copy of my book, an, an advanced one. So I, yeah. I gave it to her, and I said, "Read this, and I, and I need you to be brutally honest." Okay. And she said, "It's." I can't remember the exact quote, but it's like, you know. Not too much horror that you can't finish, but enough to get the point across. Yeah, yeah. and something you mentioned, Brandon, like, uh, you know, people don't want to hear the stories. I, I disagree with it. I think people do want to hear the stories. They don't want to maybe hear the nitty-gritty, the dirtiest versions of what we know it to be. But I think the the stories themselves, I mean, part of why we started this podcast was because of that. Every time we go do a training, every time we go talk to somebody – we're telling stories of cases that we worked. And so to me, this is a, uh, an audio version of your sort of written book, our sort of modern day version of it. I think people gravitate or, or that genre of people that like true crime and, and to the little inside baseball look. There are levels yeah. of true crime. There are people who want <clears throat> to know like the overarching case details. Yeah. There are people who want to know, like I want to, you know, there are people who want to look at the crime scene photos of case case studies right and then there's somewhere in between and so you know like what is this is this the 2000 foot view or is this like an inch away from the this is not the 2000 foot view i am not that guy right Right. i i I always prided myself in not being politically correct matter of fact when when i graduated the academy i said i never have a black suit with a white (laughs) white shirt and a blue tie yeah so so i had i had the blue suit with the whatever color shirt and some some Jerry Garcia tie, and I'm like that is me, and I always prided myself on I don't want to be anything stereotypical. Yeah. Right. Well, so, if you saw me yesterday dressed somewhat like this, it's the most uncomfortable setting on the planet for me. I cannot stand fancy pants and party socks. Tony was and wearing this, he wasn't he was wearing slacks and a shirt. He wasn't even wearing a tie or a suit or anything. And not it was at all. Really and I, I just I cannot stand it like the. I'm very similar in the sense of like, this is who I am. And he's like, well, you're going to, you're not going to dress like this for a president. I'm like, this is who I am. I don't care if they, they don't like the way I dress. Mark me down on an evaluation. That, I don't, I don't right. care. And, you know, that's, I, I, and I prided myself on that. So, the, so it's not the, it's not the one inch away. It's not the 2000 foot. 
but it's it's enough. This the balance, is, maybe. It's a balance because this is what I wanted people to know. First of all, there's I can guarantee you, with 100 percent certainty, there's no other book like this in the world. Yeah. Um, so, I what, what I was tired of is is the press or a judge or attorney saying stuff like this. Well, he only had pictures. Yeah. He, he only had movies, and and so, and this is part of the book that's it one of the quotes from the book from me says next time someone says that they need to finish that sentence yeah with this it's only pictures of children being raped yeah right it's only move, movies of children being molested yeah yeah now uh, how do you feel about saying that right yeah. and i mean i heard it recently within the last month i heard someone say that yeah and that's and, yeah and we we have preached and preached uh on our podcast and publicly in training sessions that we do the the unfairness of the process for where we are from when we see it from the inception through the forensics through the case preparation through trial preparation and how many times we have to go through it and you went through it in all that process for a judge or a prosecutor or somebody to say i don't want to look at that stuff just give me the synopsis of but what's got, going on. Right. There are 5,000 people here at this conference who would say the same thing. Like, yeah, we do this because we never want to see another picture or video of a kid being abused. Right. And Common goal. So, yes. like, that's we. I have no problem standing up in whatever venue and saying these are not just pictures, these are not just videos. These are horrible crime scene photos of the abuse of a child that need to be ceased from existence. Right. Never, never needs to be done again. Yep. There's nothing wrong with saying that. Yeah. And then in, in addition, I wanted, I want people to know when, when you say, oh, I work crimes against children, what does that entail? Yeah. Right. So like I said, I worked, I worked undercover for 11 years, Yeah. which is a that's a damn long time. Right. right. It, you're absolutely right. So I, I want people to read that and, and realize, one, um, that's a long time. Yeah. Two, when you hear about child exploitation or people being arrested, this is the kind of person that is being arrested. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know it's, it's, your, it's your neighbor. It's your friend. And I say this in the, in the book. Most of the guys that I arrested, if I didn't know they were child molesters, I would have them out to dinner. Yeah, because you Absolutely. don't know. Because yeah. right. child molesters don't look like any scary thing, right? They look like everyone around no. you. And they're yeah. and, uh, sometimes decent people other are. than what they have done to get in that yeah. situation. I mean, they're, yeah. you know, they're very nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have mad respect for you, Kevin, uh, not only for the work that you did, the dedication you had, for the career you had. Uh, it did a lot to shape me into the type of investigator I think I am today. Um, and there's, and I, I'm not just saying that to blow smoke in your ass. I'm telling you legitimately <laughs> because there's very few people that I, I really hold in that esteem because I really took to heart, like it, whatever the connection was of, I get it. That's the way I understand it. That's how I'm going to do it and emulate it. And that's how I'm going to teach people to do it if that's what works. Uh, but in addition to sit down and write it out. I'm telling you, I, I shared with you when I bought your book, I've been working on that for seven years. And literally, it's difficult. 
It's difficult. Yeah. We always say, like, we should write a book because otherwise we would never believe or remember the crazy things that happen. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I wouldn't think I would ever sit down and do it. So it's really interesting to find the person who has. Well, well thank you. I, I can imagine that, that – well, not imagine. I know. <laughs> you know. Yeah, there's going to be yeah. people that read that and be like, that's not true. Yeah, that's bullshit. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, nobody does that. Well, because, you know, we've talked about it. Like, you – you can't believe it because you can't make it up. It's right. so crazy yeah. out of this world. Oh, yeah. But I will say, uh, I want to make sure that we say on here what we were talking about before. You taught Tony, who taught yeah. me and a bunch of other people. We've tried to teach those people. And so I think that's the progression that I hope is um, an honor for you. I hope it's an it's honor It's an awesome for him legacy, man. Because that's, yeah, hopefully we're you can get to somewhere and say like thousands and thousands of children have been saved because of the work you did. Well, thank you. You're so, welcome. Yeah. Oh, no, so quickly, I know we're kind of running a little long and there's sessions getting out. It's getting a little noisy. Tell us where we, our listeners can get your book. Okay. So it's yeah. available worldwide. You can go on Amazon. Um, I'll tell you this, when you're looking at the price, it's going to be pricey, not because of me, <laughs> right. but because uh, um, Amazon likes their money. Yeah. <laughs> and, and this, and if you think you're going to be rich writing a book, uh, think again. <laughs> think <not>. again. <laughs> so it's called Hunter of Hunter, the Damned. A Walk Through Hell. A Walk Through Hell you, by Kevin Laws, L-A-W-S. You can get it on Amazon. Um, I don't know what other platform. Or you can go to my website, kandsteaching.com, and I will send it to you. Just bear in mind, it's just me. Right. So it's going to take a while for it to get to you. Maybe yeah. six to eight weeks. That's okay. All right. So... I will sign it, and then I will send it to you. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, Kevin, thank you, dude. Kevin, I know you're you. doing your own thing, and you're signing books for He's everybody. He's got to get back over to selling books, doesn't he? I know. He? <laughs> and great. Congratulations for that. But thank you for carving out a little time to come over. Um, I'm going to, before we leave the conference, I'm going to get your contact information because I want to let you know when this airs on our podcast. So I want you to be able to hear it and share it with whoever. But Man, we're we're super appreciative. Just know Thank that. You. Awesome. I, I, am, I am humbled by you guys. Thank we you. appreciate yeah. you, man. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate right. you. Thank you for listening to the Catfish Cops podcast, brought to you by Brandon Poor and Tony Godwin. For additional information and available resources, please visit our website, www.catfishcops.com, and click on the resources link. 